I've kind of gained a, a unique set of skills to be able to help people, especially people over 50, get strong, stay strong, and uh, in that way, improve the quality of their lives via a very brief, very sustainable, very time-efficient strength training program. Retirement. That's what we're all aiming at, right? But exactly what does that mean? It conjures up visions of endless days of golf, drinks with little umbrellas in them on a tropical beach, feet up, reading a book. Is that what it's all about? I don't think so. Life would get pretty dull after a while without anything meaningful to do, don't you think? I'm Jackie Doucette, and I'm on a mission to discover exactly what life is like beyond retirement. Join me while I chat with people who've already done it, who've retired to something rather than from something. Let's find out together exactly what's waiting for us when we say goodbye to that nine to five. everyone. Welcome to another episode of Beyond Retirement. Today, it's my pleasure to be joined by Dave Durrell. Dave's been improving the quality of people's lives through strength training for over 40 years. He and his wife, Patty, own Rock Solid Fitness Personal Training Studio in Dunedin, Florida. He's worked as a, uh, as a collegiate and NFL strength coach, and he has a 26-year career as a licensed physical therapist assistant. Merging these methodologies together, he now helps men and women in their 50s and beyond build strength and muscle in less time with less risk of injury. He operates a popular website, strengthafter50.com, and he's the creator of, of this Stay Strong Forever Master Course, an online strength training program that helps people over 50 stay strong, rebuild themselves, and live full active lives. Dave, thanks for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me, Jackie. I'm very happy to be here. I'm a big fan of the show. Oh, thank you. It's always nice to hear. Um, the first thing I usually do is get people to talk a little bit about their history and, and what got them to where they are, because generally uh, people don't start off and end up where they plan to be. But it looks to me like maybe you started off and continued right on along the same uh, fitness and, and uh, strength kind of planning route all the way through from, uh, from an early age. But let's, uh, let's see how it goes. Well, well, I did, Jackie. Uh, I started working out um, when I was 13, actually, which now is 50 years ago. It's kind of hard to believe. Wow. But um, yeah, I was I was a classic, you know, 99 pound weakling kind of kid. I think I literally weighed 99 pounds when I was 13 <laughs> or 14. So, you know, when you're thin like that, you get or at least back then you get picked on a lot and made fun of and so forth. So uh one of my friends one day said, well, why don't you, why don't you lift weights and get yourself bigger? Which, you know, we're talking the uh, beginning of the early seventies. Um, that sounded like a very odd thing for me, for someone to say, because I never knew you could get bigger muscles or bigger anything from lifting weights. Of course, now it's common knowledge, but back then it was, it was not. And so I, uh, looked into it and, um, you know, got some uh, magazines at the local pharmacy. That was really the only source of training information back then was bodybuilding magazines. Mm -hmm. So I got that. I talked my dad into letting me get a set of weights for home. And I started doing it and had very little idea what I was doing. 
And then the next year I entered high school when I was 14 and I found out they had a wrestling team. So I went out for that. And then they also had a weight room there. So lo and behold, I was uh, lifting weights a little more properly um, to prepare myself for wrestling. And uh, it was through wrestling, Jackie, that I really developed the interests that kind of drove my career interests in things like strength training and conditioning for athletics as well as sports medicine, because throughout my wrestling career in high school and college, I got injured quite a bit. So I needed to learn on my own, you know, how to rehabilitate these injuries, how to prevent these injuries. Again, in the seventies, there was not a lot of information available. So I went to school for college for physical education and I got my degree in physical education. And when I got out, uh, my goal was to become a high school phys ed teacher and wrestling coach. However, the summer I graduated, there were no jobs available in the state of Connecticut where I grew up, Uh, not one in the entire state. So I got a job at a local gym and I found out I really, really liked that. So I started out working there part time. And next thing you know, a couple of years later, I was the manager of several of their their clubs. And uh, during that time, I was working out, Jackie, on the classic Arnold Schwarzenegger type workout program, which was you were supposed to go to the gym six days a week and work out for two hours a day. And you did one body part this day and one body part that day. And that's how you did it because that's how all the big pro bodybuilders did it. And then once, once uh, about 1978 or so rolled around, a new guy, a new bodybuilder came on the scene by the name of Mike Menser. And he quickly won the Mr. America and Mr. Universe contest. And he uh, was training for 45 minutes, three or four days a week, which was quite different than everyone else. So that intrigued me. And I um, bought his course. Of course, you couldn't do it on the internet then. You had to send away a check in an envelope and then they would mail you the course. And it came like two weeks later. So I talked to a guy into training on this course with me. And lo and behold, something amazing happened. I gained 16 pounds of muscle in 16 weeks, one pound per week for four months. And then I was hooked on that style of training, that brief, intense, yet safe style of training that I have discovered. And that I was 23 then, I'm 63 now. I've spent the last 40 years refining that system on my own. I uh, eventually got to meet meet Mike Menser and um, had him train me for a little while, had him coach me. We exchanged ideas. We exchanged written materials, things that we had written. So uh, that was that was really cool. My original kind of uh, mentor became a mentor of mine in person. And then, Jackie, my uh, later on in my mid 30s, I decided to go back to school as a non-traditional student and uh, gained some more knowledge in the medical field. And I went to school for physical therapy and I became a licensed physical therapist assistant in 1995 and spent the next 26 years working in that profession, as well as uh, starting a personal training business with my wife who I met in physical therapy school. So that was a pretty good experience for me. Um, we, We were able to get our licenses and meet each other and move to Florida and get jobs down here and start a life together. And also we started a personal training business on the side at night, just the two of us training a few people here and there. 
Well, next thing you know, we got some clients and then we got some more clients. And then we got two doctors who started training with us, who got great results and then started sending all their patients to us. And pretty soon we had no more time for physical therapy. We just had to train people full time. And uh, eventually now we have a personal training studio called Rock Solid Fitness. It's located in Dunedin, Florida. We have a staff of coaches who train the people for us now. And we do just the, the owner stuff. And, uh, that's, that's been the evolution. And then also in the middle somewhere there, I got a, uh, lucky bounce. I got an opportunity to volunteer with an NFL team, uh, strength and conditioning staff training the NFL players, um, football players in their strength and conditioning program. And that volunteer opportunity led to a job as a collegiate strength and conditioning coach. And then eventually I circled back and was hired as an NFL strength and conditioning coach with the team I had volunteered for, which luckily was my hometown team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. (laughs) So that was a fantastic experience. And uh, through all these things, Jackie, this, this interesting combination of personal training, um, NFL and collegiate strength and conditioning and physical therapy treatments, I've kind of gained a a unique set of skills to be able to help people, especially people over 50, get strong, stay strong, and uh, in that way, improve the quality of their lives via a very brief, very sustainable, very time efficient strength training program. And that's what I enjoy doing today on my website, strengthafter50.com. So you, right at the end there, you brought in a lot of the things that I was just about to ask you. Mm. Um, so for, for people that are over 50, people who are heading into the next stage of their life, I know things have changed in the, in the last you know, 10 years or so, and it's important to get strong and be strong and continue to work. A lot of people don't feel that way. And they think, you know, as I get older, things are going to uh, not disintegrate, but decrease in in effectiveness. I'm not going to be as strong. I'm not going to be as able to do the things I could do before. Is that is that something that's just a fallacy or is that true in some cases? Well, in in some ways, that's true, Jackie. There's no denying it. You know, as you get older, especially over 50, there's uh, various hormonal changes that take place. There is more um, mileage on the car, as I like to say. So there's some wear and tear that takes place. And there's some things that feel different and uh, work differently than they did when we were 20, let's say. But the fact of the matter is that does not negate the importance of strength training for people over 50. Um, You do have to make some accommodations. If you try to work out, you haven't worked out in a while and you're 57 years old and you go back to the gym and try to replicate the routine you did when you were 20, I don't think that's going to work out very well. Um, You have to make some modifications. But the fact of the matter is, if you make those modifications, and they're very simple to do, people over 50 stand to gain the most from a properly performed strength training program. Um, The research is very, very clear. If anyone who's in doubt of that, they just have to go on Google and research strength training for over 50 or something like that. 
And you'll see research after research after research study that, that verifies this. It's just, it, it helps in so many ways. It helps with glucose metabolism. It helps fight off osteoporosis, which is a softening of your bones, which can be detrimental, obviously, for older people. It makes you more resistant to injury. It makes you uh, less likely to fall and injure yourself. It improves your balance. It improves longevity by increasing, of all things, your gait speed. Studies show the faster you can walk, the longer you live. Um, and the biggie of biggies, once we get over 40, actually, we start to experience a physiological process called sarcopenia, which is a fancy word for age-related muscle wasting. This happens to all of us. We, it's an evolutionary process. Uh, as you get older, your body sheds muscle tissue. That is just the way it is, unless you intervene and do your strength training and give those muscles a reason to hang around. If you do that, you can slow down, if not counteract the forces of sarcopenia. So it, it's the benefits are just too many for me to mention in the time we have today. But I, I just, I like to tell people that strength training for over 50 is the closest thing we have to a real life fountain of youth. You, you can't do it like you did when you were 20, just like nobody in their eighties wins the Olympics. There's just certain changes that take place and that's just the way it is. But we stand so much to gain by doing it. And, uh, uh, you know, it, it has such a beneficial effect on living a full life, which of course is what your show beyond retirement is all about. Exactly. So you talked about Arnold and working out for uh, two, two hours, six, or yeah, two hours, six days a week and doing different muscle groups all the time. And then the change in that to, you know, maybe 45 minutes a day, three or four times a week. What do you recommend as the kind of the minimum amount that we should be devoting to strength training? Well, I've refined it down now, Jackie, to um, the point. Your question is a great question. I, I think, but let me back up a second. One thing that happens when people uh, embark on a fitness program, they, they start out asking themselves the wrong question. And the question they try to seem to be figuring out is, how much exercise can I tolerate? So if I start out going 30 minutes, three days a week, well, if I went for an hour, six days a week, I get three times better results, three times faster. But unfortunately, it doesn't work that way because you have to recover from all that stuff you're doing. And once we're over 50, that recovery doesn't take five minutes. It takes a couple of days. So the minimum, believe it or not, a lot of people are skeptical of this. You can get fantastic results in 30 to 45 minutes two days a week, in which time you can warm up a little bit, perform a full body, head to toe strength training routine, and save five minutes at the end for a little bit of stretching and be on your way. It is absolutely the best bang for your buck. You can get time-wise to benefit your health, in my opinion. So doing that, if you were doing 35 or 40 minutes twice a week, would you be doing a full body workout both of those times? You would. What, what we do in our personal training studio and what I do with my online clients at strengthafter50.com is we set it up so a typical routine is eight to 10 exercises. 
And what you do is, you know, there's, I don't want to go into too much detail with the actual performance of each repetition, but you do it slowly and safely. And there's a certain way that you progress. And what we try to do is pick out five or so exercises for your whole body. And they're typically what we call multi-joint exercises. So for example, you would start out with a lower body push. So this is like a squatting type exercise, or if you're in a commercial gym, a leg press, they call it where you're, you're pushing something with your, with your legs and feet. And then you do an upper body push, same thing with your arms, similar to a push up, like we all did in high school. That's an upper body push, um, some type of upper body pull, um, or you're, you're bending your elbows, you're pulling something towards you, something for your calves going up and down on your toes and something for your midsection, some type of abdominal crunch movement or a low back type of exercise, something along those lines. And then in addition to that, Jackie, what's really important for folks over 50 is as we've developed these aches and pains from all the crazy stuff we did when we were kids, that's coming back to haunt us. We're going to pick out what I call a few rebuilding exercises. And these are exercises for the deep muscles of the body, which you can't see. They're not showy. So you don't worry about them when you're 20, but they're very important for holding us together. So these are things like your rotator cuff muscles and your shoulders. Some people may have heard of those. If you injure your rotator cuff, you have uh, like 40 miles of bad road ahead of rehab. So you don't want to do that. So we include exercises for that. We actually include exercises for the neck muscles. That's very important. Uh, The low back. A lot of people, as they get older, start to have problems with their grip, myself included. I have arthritis in my thumbs. So I include some grip exercises in every workout. And also the knees are a big trouble spot for a lot of people. And there's several things you can do to work on that. And all that adds up to eight to 10 exercises. And uh, you, you get in, you get out, you, we recommend you write down what you're doing so you can make some progress and keep track of it. And, and you're on your way and you're going to look better, feel better and function better from that, that short duration of effort. So are these exercises things that people can do at home or do they need to be at a gym? That is a fantastic question. And when I started my website, I did not anticipate that question. I I own a personal training studio. And as you heard, I've always been a gym guy. And I did not realize, for some reason, the popularity of training at home. So (laughs) I'm currently working on a course specifically for for home training, but that is a long winded answer to your question. The answer is yes, you can do these at home too with some rather inexpensive equipment. Um, It's when I say inexpensive, I mean, for maybe, I mean, anywhere from 200 to $600, you can outfit your home gym and, and start getting some good strength training results. Um, with regard to home training, I want to caution people, though, there are uh, there's a lot of information on the Internet and there are a lot of programs available on the Internet. And uh, some of them are good for getting stronger and some of them are just for activity, despite whatever they claim. So my caveat to people is if you want to get stronger, your routine has to include progressive resistance. You have to have some way to increase what you're doing. 
So if you have a bench and a set of 12 pound dumbbells, and that's all you have, that will not be sufficient to get yourself stronger uh, in a full body way. So I just want to caution people with that. I advise people to get, um, if they're going to get weights, to get some adjustable dumbbells. Um, these are dumbbells that, that you have one set of handles and you have a bunch of weights on there, but you can adjust the dumbbells in such a way that that same handle holds anywhere from five to 50 pounds. And it only takes up the space of one set of dumbbells in your house. They cost like three or yeah, they, it's space is a big deal when you're at home. Um, they cost like three or 400 bucks, but I mean, it's a lifetime investment and you're not going to get stronger if you don't have a way to make your body consistently work harder. So I just want to caution people on that one. I wonder if those uh, adjustable dumbbells have been around for a while, because on my floor, I've got all of the, all of the dumbbells all spread out. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of space. It does. It does. And it's, you need different weights for different movements. So it's important, but yeah, they do. There's uh, um, Bowflex is a company that makes one Uh, power block is a popular one. Uh, Nobody pays me to say these things, you know, these are just (laughs) things that are available. The Bowflex are the ones that, that we have and they work great. You spin the dial, you have five pounds, 10 yep. pounds, 15, whatever you want. And uh, they come with, you can buy a little stand to put them on. So you don't have to bend down and get them every time. And it's uh, it's a great space saver. There's also uh, workout benches now um, that fold up and you could just fold it up and stick it in the bottom of your closet. And so there's some really good things available out there now. That's good to know. I also got rid of my bench because it just took up all the space and I <laughs> couldn't do anything with it. Yeah, these companies have recognized that and they've started to come up with solutions to that. So, yeah, with the right a clothes rack. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it can be a deterrent if you have a small space, you live in an apartment or what have you. You're like, well, I can't. Where, where am I going to get all put all this equipment? I can't do it. But you could just get a floor mat that rolls up and goes in the closet, the bench that rolls up and goes in the closet and those two adjustable dumbbells. And you've spent maybe 400 bucks and you got a lifetime of fitness right there. So you talk, you mentioned you need to have the adjustable weights if you want to get stronger rather than just doing activities. Is there, I don't know how I want to say this. Is there a problem with physical activity just for the sake of physical activity? Do we need to continue to get stronger? Um. Great question. The answer, in my opinion, is you need both. So I advise all my clients, you do your strength training. That's your, your intense part of your fitness regime is your strength training a couple times a week. Um, you're really trying to get on each exercise, uh, provided you do it safely with proper form, as close to a maximum effort as you can. Because if you if you don't do that, your body has no reason to respond by getting bigger and stronger muscles. It's kind of like trying to get a suntan sitting in front of a 60 watt light bulb. It's just not (laughs) intense enough to give you a suntan. You have to go out in the sun for that or go in a tanning bed for that. But activity is critical. I I firmly believe we rust out faster than we wear Mm -hmm. out. So on those off days, I very much want people to be out and about doing 
active things. Um, I mentioned to you before we started, my wife and I love hiking and we, you know, we're out all the time walking. I live in Florida. There's not too many mountains here, but we're out walking on the beach and different trails and, and just doing different things. So I encourage that. Um, I, I would prefer that people keep their training or their activity on those off days, low to moderate intensity, meaning that if you went with a friend, you could talk to your friend while you're doing the activity, but you might not be able to sing to them. So it's a little bit demanding, but not really an all out effort, because again, the strength training is hard to recover from as you're older. It's, you know, when you put in a maximum effort for 30 minutes, you're going to kind of dig an energy hole. You know, you're going to feel different after the workout than before. And you want to make sure that hole gets filled in and then actually some more muscle tissue piled on top of where that hole was before you start your next strength training workout. And if you're running marathons and, you know, playing competitive tennis and all these things uh, every single day in between strength training, I don't think you'll benefit from the strength training. So if you want to do those things, that's great, but then leave a couple low intensity activities in between before you, you hit the weights again. And so obviously the idea is not do your strength training Monday and Thursday and on the other days watch Netflix. No, do not do that. Yeah. Go out, be active, spend 30 or 60 minutes, whatever you have, you know, just go for a walk, go for a, you're in Canada, go for a hike in Canada somewhere, go for a scenic bike ride, uh, play pickleball. I hear from a ton of people. I've never played pickleball, but that is like hugely popular. I'm, yep. I'm finding out, go do that. That looks like a lot of fun. Uh, you know, just something that you enjoy. It's a kind of a rhythmic activity. Those are really good, like cycling or pickleball or hiking or what have you. Swimming is great down here in Florida. People do that paddle boarding, whatever it is, but you know, try to find a way you can do it and still enjoy what's happening around you. Do it with some friends, make it a social thing or go enjoy some scenery outside or what have you. And just, you know, spend that boring 30 minutes doing your strength training. And, you know, think of that like flossing your teeth. You know, you just get in get it done and it's good for you. Only strengthen the muscles you want to keep, just like flossing your teeth. <laughs> exactly. Exactly right. Only strengthen the ones you want to use, which hopefully is all, all of them. them. Yeah. Yes. So Dave, what are the three biggest health and fitness complaints of people over 50? Well, there's, there's so many, Jackie. I mean, I, one thing I get is uh, this kind of over the hill mentality, you know, like you, you kind of alluded to earlier. It's just, oh, come on. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm 63 years old. I mean, what do you expect? I, I've got a bad back now and my knees are sore and all this type of stuff. And I just, uh, I just think that type of attitude is, is uh, a shame, frankly. I mean, there's so much out there to do right now in the world. Um, it, it's just a great time to be alive. And, you know, there's, we, we have, I trained somebody this past Friday who is 89 years old. Wow. She still runs her own business. She comes in once a week, she does her thing and it's great. I mean, she is just not even thinking anything about slowing down, you know? So it's, don't look at it as a, 
as you're over the hill. Just you, you need to make a few adjustments. Yes, let's be realistic. But there's so much you can do moving forward that that it's uh, it, it's just really not good to think you can't do it. You absolutely can do it. I work with people every single day except Sunday um, that are doing exactly that. The other thing is the aches and pains. I, I have a lot of online clients that I coach that how do I work around this sore shoulder? I can barely, you know, move my arm when I'm in the gym and it kills me for three days. Or, well, you know, how am I supposed to train my upper body? Or, uh, you know, my wrists, I have arthritis in my wrists. What am I supposed to do? So it's, it's, it's things like this that take a little more thought and might take a little mentorship from someone if you can find a trainer or what have you. But there's ways around all of these things in today's day and age. There's equipment you can get that will work around it. There's ways to work around any type of issue that you're having. Um, with our in-person clients, we, we have a neck machine in our facility and we joke around with them and say, listen, if you hurt yourself, come in anyway. We'll work around whatever it is. If you're, heaven forbid, in a body cast, we'll carry you in. We'll prop you up in the neck machine. We'll have you train your neck. We'll find something to do. So all these things can be worked around. The solution to having aches and pains is not to avoid activity. Movement promotes healing. So it's very important. That's why the doctor makes you do physical therapy the day after your hip replacement. Movement promotes healing. So that is very, very important. Um, third one, I would say is probably I don't have time, which hopefully via our discussion today, we've kind of dispelled that a little bit. If you get on the right program, it's only going to take you 30 to 45 minutes twice a week, or in my friend Mary's case, once a week. And you're going to get great results from that if you do it properly. Perfect. Thank you. Uh, those were probably uh, the things that I would have said that people are complaining about. It's, it's the kind of things that I hear all the time. And mm -hmm. the same excuses, well, same excuses are used for a number of different activities, interestingly enough. It's really true. And it's, you know, you just, I think it's uh, something you talk about often on your show. It's just a shift in mindset. Yeah. You know, that I, no way, no way am I going to relinquish my life to, to these these things, I'm going to do something about it. And I'm, I'm going to, you know, get the most out of these later years, you know, and, and it, in, in, in my book, in the field I work in, it all starts with getting strong. It's very difficult to get the most out of your life if you can't get out of a chair. So yep. let's, let's get you stronger and get you up, get you going and uh, enjoy the next 30 or 40 or 50 years. Yep. Cause you're certainly not going to enjoy it if you're stuck in that chair. Exactly right. You'll run out of Netflix sooner or later. <laughs> yeah. And it's, you know, one of those things, Jackie, there's many forms of wealth and uh, it, you know, the whole basis of your show is a lot of people spend a, a huge amount of time and rightly so planning the financial aspect of their retirement and yet not the non-financial aspect. And from my perspective uh, you know, health is also a form of wealth. If you lose mm -hmm. your health, I don't care if you have a hundred million dollars in you got the bank. Nothing. If you lose your health, it's it's not going to help you very much. So let's pay attention to that first, and um, and make sure that now that you've acquired all that success, you're healthy and fit enough to enjoy it. 
Exactly. So we've mentioned your website, strengthafter50.com with 50 as digits. Is there anything you'd like to uh, share with the listeners before we uh, wrap things up today, Dave? Well, just to reiterate, Jackie, I just feel strength training is so important for the over 50 group. Uh, on my website, strengthafter50.com, and it, it works both ways, by the way, oh, 5-0 or F-I-F-T-Y. Um, there's some free information there. They can get uh, a free report and some workout videos. Uh, there's plenty of blog posts on there with uh, some information that they might benefit from. There's a few paid programs. There's an online course, and I also offer a coaching program. Um, but they can stop by there and just get some information. And, and as, as I said, start to transform your mindset. And uh, the tagline on that website is stay strong and live a full life. And I think that very much fits with the beyond retirement theme. It does indeed. So people, the best place to reach you would be on the, through the website. There's a contact form or. Yeah, then go on the website. Um, if they, my, my thing is, if anybody leaves a comment on any of the blog posts, I respond to every comment. I'm very okay. diligent about that. Um, they can email me at admin at strengthafter50.com. Um, they can also find me on Facebook, Twitter, or LinkedIn. Perfect. I'll make sure that all of that stuff is in the show notes so that uh, people don't have to go hunting for it. Thanks very much for being with me today, Dave. I think you've uh, spread a lot of good information out to the uh, listeners. And I think a lot of people have some things to think about now. Well, great, Jackie. Thank you so much for having me on. I had a great time. And that's it for this episode of Beyond Retirement. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I hope you enjoyed it. To check out the video interviews, please go to my YouTube channel at bit.ly forward slash beyond retirement. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash beyond retirement. Be sure to subscribe so you won't miss any new episodes.